for the track at this stage of the, the carnival. And, yeah, I think that's where you want to be, particularly later in the day. Beautiful. We kick off with a highway, though. Where are you going to play here? No, Mats. Uh, couldn't really find anything here. This is a pretty open affair. Um, 20 chances. Yeah. Uh, I, I had nothing here I want to stamp. Race two is a 1,400-metre. Don't know if it necessarily gets much easier in the midway here at benchmark 72 level. Uh, any thoughts on this one? Um, look, just taking a stab in the dark here, I thought a horse like Different Strokes, um, lightly raced, uh, could run well. Uh, was steady first up, uh, finished off nice enough, uh, got well back in the field and ran home. Uh might be suited by a little bit better track here. Drawn the outside, if they are running on, uh, could finish off nicely. Yeah, tricky race, as the market suggests. Couple I found, and I was surprised at price. No, so sneaky, he's 40s, and uh, had some decent enough form here, finishing alongside Trevest and Jungle Book uh, last time out, which fits in pretty, or a couple back here, which fits in well here, then was okay across the line. Before going out, trials have been decent, and um, yeah, like I said, it's 40s. Happy to have an each way play there. Uh, Maha going probably takes up the pace here. Close to it, I think, is pretty much uh, if it's not leading leaders back. I would say uh, from gate 16. I'm hoping it does go. Kathy does go forward and doesn't flap about three or four wide. But um, for a big field, I don't think there's a bunch of leaders. I thought us. Well, the, the official maps have Asim and. Um, French bonnet leading and it three wide running line which suited me and uh, Mahagoni the import was okay first up drawn out again in a big field and maybe can give maybe will be an improver here it's around six dollars probably on a little bit better but the other two I found um, different strokes if I'd seen a little bit more first up I'm, I would have been keen as well but uh, no real knock there Race three is the Frank Packer Plate, the 2,000 metres, over the 2,000 metres for the three-year-olds, where straight Aaron demolished him last start, meets a similar field, and I think we'll do the same thing. Gate 14 gets into nice clear air and only has to run down the outside. There's not a little here. I thought the main danger, actually, at the 20s it was last night, is the stablemate paternal. It's you know, $26 and coming off... Cardiac arrhythmia, which is always a bet next time. So can perhaps run a place for you at a nice 5 or $6 um, quote. What have you done here, Beaver? Yeah, I don't see it much different right, than you. Um, sets up perfectly here for straight. Aaron uh, looks to be on the way up, stepping up now to the the 2,000. And this looks right up at tally in a pretty weak affair. Um, could have some ability as well. Beautiful. The first of the group ones is the the mile champagne stake for the two-year-olds where Fireburn is on a tear. She's been dominant. Does she just keep winning? Pretty hard to see anything else happening here other than that. Um, only six starters and a couple don't look to have too much of a chance. So, yeah, look, probably just sets up perfect here for it. Um, it's a good horse. Agree. I hope she goes on and um, becomes a bit of a star because we probably need him. So, yeah, I think it's the third filly in 66 years to, to do the triple crown if she does manage it. So good luck to all connections there. Race five is the 1,400-metre JB Car Stakes. Group three for the fillies as well. And 
Well, the return of Espiona, you're happy to dive back in? Look, um, I am happy to dive back in. Um, I think this is a pretty weak field compared to what it's been racing in, Group 2, Group 1, Group 1. Um, to get back to this pretty... Uh, this is a Group 3, but it's a pretty pretty weak Group 3, if you ask me. Um, track uh, is improving. I think that suits uh, getting to the softer good. Uh, it's, it's not a big field, so it doesn't have to come past too many um probably a couple of scratchings here uh drawn well enough on the inside's a little bit of a worry but yeah i think it'll be too good for these maybe the main danger might be a horse like capistel yep it's yeah not much more to add back in grade this is a weaker field it'll be a, a, a good enough track for it to run well she should get the job done here. Capistel will run a place. She's been honest all the way through and will likely take up the pace. And I really want to find Festival Dancer as a chance. The trials haven't been fantastic, but uh, was very honest last prep. And um, as the rating suggests, he's better than most of these. I think they can go close to running one, two, three here. Race six is the 1,200-metre Hallmark Stakes where Big Parade comes up short in the market, but this race sets up perfectly for it. it he'll roll forward uh, at his own pace, which suits him, and will be very hard to get past, I'd say. Uh, just nabbed late by the great Shelby 66. Uh, not many chases. Gem Song, very impressive last time, and I found that form later in the day as well. So I think one of the dangers in Quantico is the other one, back to a dry track, and did start, did start the same price in the new market. So... Has to be given a chance here at $9 in the Hallmark. What are your thoughts? Yeah, 100%. Like, again, um, this looks to set up perfect for Big Parade here. Should control the pace. Was good first up. Uh, flies on the slow track. Um, it's had six starts for five wins and a, and a placing. Um, everything points towards it. Track and distance is good. Um, goes well second up. Look. It's hard to see anything here beating it because the rest are just not going that well. Um, other than Gem Song was good first up, as you pointed out. Uh, Big Parade, unless if Big Parade's on, on its best um, behaviour, it wins this. Yep. Uh, race 7 kicks off the Cordy with the JRA plate over the 2,000 metres uh, where our man Elliot, I'm sure, will be pushing Ice Bath again as he keeps, as he has done all prep. Is that the way you're leaning, Beaver? Oh, look, I just can't. I just can't go for Ice Bath. It, it probably, um, it, it may well win, but again, same reason as last um, last start. I just can't catch Ice Bath. It looks to be the best horse in this race, but uh, steps up to the 2,000 now, so it's never been over 2,000, uh, which is a question mark. Um and just seems to find one better um, more more times than not. So I'm willing to take on Ice Bath at the at the $3. But the problem was finding something to beat it because most of these um, outside of that aren't going that well either. Polly Gray's um, obviously got some ability and the 2,000 metres is right up its alley, uh, only just beaten by Mount Popper last start. So it's got to be a major player. And I thought Moroni, the, the New Zealander, um, it, it's obviously got a little bit of form. Um, I'm a bit concerned two starts back was awful at Ellerslie, but then came here 
and ran okay in that Mount Popper race. It could run well. Um, so I've really found it hard outside of those. So I've gone for Polly Gray just on its consistency, sting out of the ground and really runs a bad race. I, I've gone Polly Gray as well on top. Uh, Bowman goes on for Berry. Just got held up a little bit in that race chasing Mount Popper. I think it probably, you won that race uh, 10 times. It wins seven of them. Uh, and I think very hard to beat here, proven at the distance. Ice bath is the obvious danger. Do you want to back it? Probably not. I'll throw it in the quaddie, but that'll be it. Uh, incredible record. She's won four and a half million bucks and never won a stakes race. Um, so not bad for connections. And that's really what I want to talk about. No one else here really interests me. So we'll move on to race eight. The A cracker, the all-age stakes. 1,400 metres, group one. Or one in a pass. Or last year by Colding. Before that, Tafane, Pierrata, All Too Hard, Atlantic Jewel, Hot Danish. Haylist, so some uh, some big winners here, some great runs over the years actually in this race, but good field. Not sure there's a ton of chances, Beaver. What are you thinking? I thought the same as you. I didn't think there was a ton of chances here. I've settled on Mwanga, mm-hmm. um, second up here. I think this uh, sets up nicely for it. Um, it was pretty good last start. Uh, it's kind of had a few issues um, getting to the track for for its next start, but everything here points towards it running well, um, goes well second up, distance uh, is perfect for it. Um, and probably, again, uh, the track conditions improving, probably suits. Uh, it's drawn well in the nine, so it gets a good spot here, just off the pace in the running line. Uh, super hard to beat. Outside of that, I thought Sierra Sue could run well. Um, it, it was it was very good two starts back and then last start wasn't this uh, wasn't the worst against Zaki got well out of its ground right back in the field and ran home nicely in that race um, over the 1600 uh, comes here uh, and looks like a major player at some decent odds um, those are the two that I came that I come down to forbidden love is obviously a chance I'm just a bit worried last start took a bit out of it mm. Um, it was actually an incredible run. What sat outside lead on the that on the pace there. I actually went back at yeah. Amazing run. Amazing run. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was amazing run, and it was stepping up to the fifteen hundred there first time, and had to sit on the outside. I didn't understand why it didn't take a sit. If it takes a sit there, uh, if car takes a sit there and gets in one out, one back, it wins the race, uh, no doubt about it. It only was what less than a length off them. Yeah. Or just over a length off them, and was just a sit and shot um, in that race. So, but here it's, it's probably been up for well, it has been up for a while here. That would have taken a lot out of it sitting outside of the the lead there. It's drawn 16 and it goes from 50 kilos to 57. I thought there was just a few things against Forbidden Love. Uh, it may prove me wrong, but because um, it was flying before that, but I'm willing to take it on because I think it may have come to the end of its preparation and someone like Moanga is a bit fresher um, here. So, yeah, and then in, in the Congo, obviously a, a chance, but again, might be just a sitting shot here. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know. It. I left in the Congo out because I just wasn't sure that race was last week. I know Marzi is going pretty well but and does get a backup, but I, I end up with Moanga on top. It's It was a good resumption there behind Sierra Sue and has been kept fresh ever since. Avoided a lot of those races, which you know to me have 
tarnished some of the runners here. So uh, comes in here fresh, gap gate suits, and as you said, drying track definitely suits uh, on top for me. Forbidden Love, I have to respect that last run. If it's still with us, we'll run well here. Uh, may even lead this field or sit, uh, go forward with Ellsberg and shout the bar, but he's in this race. Uh, and I was giving Sierra Sue next best chance, and I, I didn't think there was much else after that. Um, yeah, I just can't see Forbidden Love leading from 16, and that's what I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, think Overpass, overpass will go forward and um, probably Ellsberg, so... Um, yeah, and even in the Congo is going to go forward as yeah, well. Uh, yeah, so the gay horses will control this, uh, which might suit it, which uh, Bowman's very good at that stalking ride, and I can't imagine him be happy to be sit, sit there on a limb, but we'll see. Hungry Heart, uh, I'm guessing given the fact it's been kept for this, not tipping it here, but I think it'll win a race in Queensland. It might be the right horse, a bit like Streamer did a few years ago, get up and win some of those um, lesser group races up there. Uh on its last hurrah, but uh, Moonga on top here. Race nine is a benchmark hundred. Uh, where very tricky race here. I went looking for the swoopers here, um, and end up coming with Huaita on top, unbeaten in Australia. Trials have been fantastic again. First up, second prep here, and uh, you're getting double figures. Oh, not anymore. You're getting about seven dollars now, um, but we'll run well. Uh, and I think Exobeam's a chance. Right gate here, and last time this track was in the same setup. Uh, it won last October with the rail out this distance. Gets the same run. Uh, a couple I went looking for, but couldn't necessarily find. Cry Dearest with Nash going on, but trial was pretty was, was average and drawn inside a negative. And Art Cadeau, I could have got excited about, but gate one this time will probably need a good run. So... In short, Huaita on top, but uh, yeah, some small chances around. There's probably more to this race than that. What have you found, Beaver? Yeah, interesting race. Uh, plenty of chances here. I was willing to to let our playboy our playboy run. Uh, yep. I was and take it on. Uh, it's never won over this distance in six starts, um, so that was sort of. For me, I was against it on that basis and goes up now to carrying 59 kilos in a good race. So um, that's a good horse's weight. So I was willing to take it on. I thought Taxu gets in at the lightweight of 50 um, was a massive chance. It's going to it's going to go forward. Um, certainly doesn't mind the sting out of the ground. Uh, this distance suits. Uh, so it, it can run really well and its last start was was a nice run and the well the last couple of starts have been very good so i think um on pace it can give a, a really good sight if it can control the pace a little bit there and i i was pretty keen to um have a bet on the the kiwi horse i think its form's pretty good uh for a race like mm. this uh ran third in a group one last start um really hit the line well so it's going to run on down the middle of the track and then prior to that in a group two uh, finished off nicely uh, before coming through some benchmarks. So I thought it could run really well, um, fresh here, uh, drawn well enough. Um, so I kind of landed on Taxu with Marley's, Marley's Stone. Yeah, fair comment. That that was, uh, did some okay stuff last prep, that Marley Stone. Uh, you know, just don't know whether the chosen one form necessarily fits here, but um, it'll run well. Race 10, benchmark 88, over the 1,200 metres to finish the day. How are you taking us home, Viva? Yeah, I'm going to go with the first up, April Rain. 
it's a horse that um, I've backed on many occasions, but I think here first up it sets up really well. It's never missed first up. It does perform best uh, when fresh. So I think this uh, gets its best chance here um, in in a race. Uh, wasn't wasn't pushed that hard in the trial. It was less than two lengths off Hiracy, who um, who subsequently won. And then prior to that, had some good form in some decent races. So I'm going to um, uh, go for April Rain first up. I actually found her as well. Um, trolls have been good. Uh, you covered off the reasons there. This is a, or a dropping grade from where she's been. And a little bit of cut out of the ground probably doesn't hurt as well. Um, so happy to have her on top. Um Catalan resumed pretty well down south, comes back here and will run well again. And Mautai, I think, is a chance still, but um, it'd be a big effort for Mitt and Nash to lead all the way in the last of Randwick um, from from that gate. So uh, finishing day with April Rain on top. For progretracing.com.au, have you got your best end value for Randwick? And then I'll probably yeah, still call you my best is I don't think you can go far wrong if you go race three, number four, straight Aaron, uh, race four, number five, Fiber, and race five, number two, Espiona. I think if you multi those, um, you're going to end up with about $4.450. And I think they all three of those will be winning. And my value bet comes up in the last race, um, race 10, number nine, April Ray. Yeah, got a bit burnt by the all-up the other day, uh, but going to just stick with Fireburn, all-up, and I think they'll both win. Uh, and if you're feeling very brave, throw um, straight Aaron in too. And my value will be Huayta resuming in race nine. Uh, and if I do a quaddy for Ramwick, we'll kick off with race seven. One Ice Bath, two Poly Grey, seven Maroni. I've had three looks at Cryptogram, so if you want a real rough, you throw that in, but for now, we'll leave it out. Race 8, 1, Moanga. 8, Forbidden Love. 10, Sierra Sioux. And 14, In the Congo. Race 9, 4, Mally Stun. 7, Exo Boom. 8, Kerwin's Lane. 11, Art Cadeau. 16, Huayta. 20, Taxu. And we'll come home with... Four Catalan, six Mautai, nine April Rain, and 11 Samut. And let's head to Caulfield. Don't forget to check out progroupracing.com.au for their news, views, and much more. And we head to Caulfield for good track racing with the rail in the three-metre mark. Uh, kicking off with the two-year-olds in the Burnt Bright Handicap Race 1. Beaver, how are we starting today down south? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't find anything in the first mate. Was willing to let that one go. Uh, favorite on top here. Not adding much. Plus fours should have won first up. Snowden horse has been scratched, but there's always um, always unknown to these lightly raced ones. Race two is a benchmark seventy eight over the eleven hundred meters. What are we doing in this one? Yeah, I'm going with the favorite here, Clemenceau. Um, won three or four starts, uh, wasn't tested really in its trial, was just given a nice time of it in Warwick Farm, goes down to Caulfield now, but this is a horse that jumps on pace and was pretty impressive um, in its preparation, uh, last preparation, so I think it probably gets us away here nicely. 
I agree. I think the scratchings have helped, actually. Uh, Trolls okay, too. Um, but coming here, I think it is clearly on top from... Uh, well, now the domain danger is probably the blue colours destination, but um, the I thought the other chances have all come out. So happy to be with Clemenceau on top here. Race 3, 2,400 metre benchmark 78, where we saw Point Nepean put them to the sword at Bendigo, uh, jumped straight to the front, did what it had to do. And uh, this is... Probably a weaker setup. So, on top for me, I think the price is fantastic at the moment. And that's about all I've got to say about this one. 100%. I think the price is outstanding at the moment. Uh, $2.50 uh, had its first start in the Geelong Cup uh, last year. Uh, was solid enough, was near enough to favourite, and come out this only just got pipped uh, first up over 2400 sandout, and then. I was pretty keen last start, and it's you know got the four dollars odd, and it killed him, um, and it'll be winning this race. Four is over the twenty four hundred again, maybe a little bit trickier. Beaver, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, look, I stuck with the favourite from the coming stable again here. Mamina, is that how you say it? Mamona, Mamonia, something like that. Close enough. Um, yeah. I think it's uh, going to be super hard to beat here. I like what it's done so far, this preparation. Uh, first up was was a nice nice win at a uh, nice second at Newcastle um, before stepping up in the group three over 2000 and ran very nicely um, behind Honey Creeper, finished off very well in that. So it gets the extra 400 here. Third up, Jamie Carr aboard. I think this sets up very nicely for this horse again at the $4. I think that's good value. Ditto. Um, for all the reasons you mentioned, car going on helps as well. Um, clearly on top. Uh, I've got the dangerous Tavabeel, who resumed with a 2,400-metre win and um, is double figures and has at least had the run over the 24 here. And obviously the Cunning Fox did that pretty well at Bendigo and the stable have a fair opinion of it, as a marker suggests, is in the, in the game as well. But blue colours on top. The 1,100-metre benchmark... Uh, 1100 meter Furphy handicap for the Phillies is race number five, where look, I, I had very little idea here. Went looking for Star of Chaos, it was an okay trial, so I couldn't get overly excited. Uh, Najmati's done not much for a long time, but trial's been good. Uh, so maybe for me, so a small bet Flying Evelyn and uh, Morning Melody, who's at least broken through, but the I don't, I don't like the race at all. Beaver, any better clarity for you? And uh, it wasn't, it's not uh, the most inspiring race, but I set it on Dazzling Lucy. Uh, I thought it was pretty good last start over the 1,000, um, sat off the pace and hit the line nicely. Um, carried 61 and a half there and gets into this with 54. So going up in grade, but gets a 7.5 kilo um, drop in weight there. So I think it could be a, a, a lightly raced horse on the way up. So... Uh, Dazzling Lucy for me, around the $6 mark. Beautiful. Race 6, 1100 metre benchmark, 84 for the girls. A couple of scratchings might make this one a bit easier too. You with the favourite here? Lost sound, mate. Oh, can you hear me? Let me just pause. Recording in progress. Race 6, uh, yeah, a couple of the scratchings, as I said, make this perhaps a little bit easier for the favourite, do you think, Beaver? Yeah, I think so. Um, geez, it was good first up. Yeah. Uh, Looked look to be struggling. 
and then bang, um, just last 100 metres, it really wound into its work and looked like a horse uh, with plenty of potential. Um, the step back 100 was a bit of a worry for me um, mm. only. I think that's the only concern because uh, it looked like it was it was just building up revs late there. Um, I think drawn out, needed that think drawn out helps well. here as well. It can hopefully yeah. get the clear air a bit earlier. I think that's right. So I think, yeah, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Um, and, yeah, certainly the pick on top for me. Yeah, agree. I, I was all um, stumped up to make a case for Bless Her, but she's come out. So is she at sale today, actually? I haven't looked at that. Uh, but, yeah, jump the broom easy on top, and I think a, a more than acceptable price. Race 7 is the Easter Cup, Group 3 over the 2,000 metres. We're uh, similar here. I was... I found Pondus quite easily. Um, beat the rest behind Crystal Pegasus uh, at Mornington fairly comfortably, and there's not a lot of fresh blood here. The fresh blood, I think, is the main danger, which is Zaydani coming here off just a no-luck run first up, and his double figures, I think, will run well. Uh, Luke may need a good ride from Luke Nolan out there, but is uh, a talented mare. And that was about it. The rest of these are all tied to each other, and um, I think Pontus can keep kicking. Yeah, I, I was the same. I went looking for something else, but then I just kept coming back to Pontus here. Um, it was pretty good last start behind a horse that's going well. Yeah. Um, and was just left the sitting shot over the 2,400. Comes back to the 2,000 here, which I don't think hurts. Uh, prior to that, took care of some of the horses in this food quite comfortably. Um and meets them all fairly similar at the weights. So Pondus here, I think it's probably pretty good value. Beautiful. Race 8 is the Victoria Handicap Group 3 over the 1,400 metres. The resumption of Ayrton in a in a good race. Are you keen? Um, certainly hard to go past. Um, it's funny. For a horse that's really won 5 race. out of 7, um, it's almost like you can't trust it. I don't, if that makes sense, it's it's weird. Yeah, well, you just you're just trying to get a gauge on how good it is. Yeah, and the stables um, said that it's not ready yeah. and blah blah blah. So it's hard to want to barrel in. Well, it is hard to want to barrel in. I mean, it went to Eagle Farm and lost as a dollar fifty pop to Apache Chase, which we know is a fairly decent horse. Um, prior to that, it had beat some, you know, it had beat some decent horses in Curran and and the likes, but then. Um, come out in the group three and and took care of Ellsberg pretty comfortably. Um, Ellsberg's a good horse, as we know. Then went at Caulfield, um, fresh up, won well. But then probably the next start when it was odds on, um, a little bit disappointing. Um, so here it's really hard to get a gauge. I think it's hard to beat. I do think Bermudez is the, is the main danger at the $9.50. Um, it chased a really good horse last start um, and probably wasn't suited. It probably sat up closer on the pace than what's normal. Um, but, yeah, I think that was a really, really good run. Drops back 200 here. I don't think that hurts. And gate six is probably pretty good. So uh, um, at the price, I, I, at 9.50, I'm happy to go Bermudez. Yeah, cool. You uh, One of the chances for sure. I, I've, I've put kissing all for cheeks on top. Just didn't get around Randwick in the wet at all. Before that, did, it was an amazing win at Flemington. Sets up well here. Blake McDougall is flying. 
and um, on top for me, Ayrton, obviously, if it's right and ready to go, probably is the best horse, I think, still, but we'll wait and see on that. Uh, you've mentioned Bermudez, and I think Foxy Freda will go into my quaddie as well. So they're the main chances I had here. Race nine over the mile wraps us up, where I'll finish with, in a tricky race, uh, I think there's a ton of chances. Happy to sort of spec Jungle Magnate, who resumed with a nice win, outside gate in a big field, uh, can produce that run again, I hope. And uh, Gundek is flying, and similar sort of setup here, uh, but a very tricky way to finish the day. Uh, Rebel's Choice is a chance in 30s, so tricky, tricky business. What have you found? Yeah, I thought Gundek was going to be hard to beat as well. Um, probably comes across here and sets up on pace um, and just keeps finding at the moment. It was a good win last start. So um, I think it sets up here nicely and uh, can run a good race at some decent odds. Beautiful. For progretracing.com.au, my best bet at Caulfield is going to be point in the pan. I'm going to make my best value with the scratchings now. We'll make it... Uh, let me find one here. We'll make it Foxy Freed. I think she can run a place in that. Uh, handicap behind a couple of good horses there. And uh, your best value and quaddy for Caulfield. Yeah, my best is also Point in Opinion, race three, number one. Uh, so that's one for the punters. Uh, we've agreed there. And my value bet's going to be in the last race, nine, number two, Gundek. I think it can be super hard to beat at the $7 mark. My quality for Caulfield is number two, Chazé, number four, Forever Free, number five, Jump the Broom, mm -hmm. and number 15, Siri Serena. In race seven, I'm going number two, Pondus, number four, Zaydani, number seven, Defibrillate, number 12, Grand Slam. In race eight, I'm going numbers three, Kiss on All Four Cheeks, number nine, Ayrton, number 11, Foxy Frieda, and number 16, Bermudez. And in the last, which is uh, quite an open race, I'm going number one, Dekur. Number two, Gun Deck. Number three, Jungle Magnate. Number six, Glint of Hope. And number 13, British Columbia. Beautiful. Good job. Uh, Oak Bay Carnival's going on over in Adelaide. Just a couple of shorties that should win there. Race seven at number three, Sandblast. And race eight, number three, Rock the Ring. Both hard to beat. And have you got something for us at Eagle Farm? I do, mate. A uh, few up there. Race three, number one, Street Dancer. Uh, will be hard to beat. Number five, race five, number 11, Festival Prince. And then uh, I've got race eight, number six, Written Beauty. And race... Nine, number four, on the lead. Ooh, written beauty up there. Very good. Uh, good job, Beaver. Now we're heading towards, all our production meetings seem to happen on air, but we're heading towards the 
uh, Queensland Carnival. So next few weeks we might start featuring the Queensland card as we um, get into the features there. But I suppose we can discuss that further. Keep an eye out for that. Check out progetracing.com.au. Enjoy the rest of your holiday up there, Beaver. Will do, mate. And we wish everyone, on behalf of us and progetracing.com.au, a safe and happy Easter. And we'll talk to everyone very soon. Good luck, guys.